Welcome to the Destination Kingdom podcast, where one friend sharpens another. In culture meets Christianity, I'm your host, D, And I'm Key. We are a bi-weekly podcast hosted by two friends, D and Key, and we're on a mission to make sure culture and Christianity meet because you cannot impact what you are not a part of. Let's get into this week's episode. Hey, real friends, we're back. <laughs> it's the season two finale. Can you believe it, y'all? We are legit 20 episodes in. Wow. Yeah, from this starting as just a conversation, well, for this starting as just a, we should have a podcast, we should have a show, da 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 da, da for years, to now this being a live podcast that comes out bi-weekly. D, how do you feel about that, man? I mean, it's look, surreal. Definitely surreal. It's kind of cool though. I'm like to see how like nervous we were, and then I think last episode we talked about like some of the progress we made with the sound quality, the editing, like everything has just gotten better. So I'm like, we did this in two two seasons. Like, what's season three gonna look like? You know? Yes. Or season ten. Look, what that's gonna look like? Come on, speak it into existence. Speak this thing. Yes. I mean, Lord, we just oh, quick prayer. Y'all know I be going into random prayers, but Lord, we just ask for your hand to just be on us and on this business and on this ministry that you are calling us to. Lord God, we say a special prayer over our real friends that although this is the season finale, that they will continue to grow in you, that they will continue to just spend time with you learning more of your word and learning how to be in the world, but not of the world, Father. So we just ask for peace and protection over our real friends during this off season. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that on the end of the show, y'all, we still got a whole show to do. <laughs> yeah, because usually we pray at the end. <laughs> Look, they got that off guard today. <laughs> Listen, the Holy Spirit was just flowing through. You got to let it. So y'all, when you guys hear this, it will be Easter, but it's, I mean, it will be Wednesday, excuse me, but it's Easter now. So, you know, it's Easter Sunday, it's Resurrection Sunday. The Holy Spirit just flowing. Yeah. Look, and the devil tried to stop us from recording, Lord. <laughs> Hello, technical difficulties, losing stuff, eyes watering, computer going. I'm, uh, y'all. Right. The computer just, I can't, I can't. But look, yeah. So, season two, how you feel, Key? How you feel about all of this? Like, What's your thoughts? I'm excited, man. I'm excited to just, like, we were obedient, you know? And to be obedient and to see, like, it was needed, you know what I mean? To have consistent real friends rocking with us, listening, sharing stuff, like, and then I think, like, when people be like, oh, you have a podcast and they want to talk to us. They want to, like, know (laughs) information and stuff. It's like, me? Us? Right. Right. <laughs> regular people. What you want to know? <laughs> and we figure this thing out, okay? <laughs> bit by bit. Okay. So it's I I'm I'm just happy that we were obedient. Yeah. Good, good. Well, look, let's get into this thing about it segment. Yeah. So it looks like there was a secret <laughs> wedding on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Jeezy and Jeannie, Jeannie Mai, I can't ever say her name right. You said it, girl. You said it right. <laughs> Look, they had a secret wedding, y'all. What's your thoughts, Key? What's your thoughts? 
I'm excited. I'm really excited for them. I'm happy for them. Like she, her and him, first of all, to see Jeezy be this soft. I was the snowman. Like, (laughs) okay. And let me just tell you, I think we talked about this on one of the episodes. Um, Jeannie Ma and her, his American Black Dollar or Al- Almighty Black Dollar. Mm-hmm. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. She was looking good. Yeah. yeah. They did that whole little Frank Lucas type vibe. I was, Ooh, baby. I love it. I love it. But I love like the photos. She just looks happy. He looks happy. And I just remember like Jeannie breaking down crying sometimes on the real, um, her show on the real. Mm-hmm. Um after her divorce and just kind of like breaking down off that. And now to just see how she's been blessed, how he's been blessed. It's just beautiful. And I love too that, like given the, the restrictions with coronavirus, they did their wedding their way. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think I love. What do you, what are your thoughts D? Cause you, I mean, you the one with upcoming nuptials. I can't. Her dress, can we just get into this dress? Her dress was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, I was not a fan of the veil, but I'm not a fan <laughs> of veils anyway. So, um, but her dress was beautiful. Like, and like you say, Jeezy to see him stop. And who would have ever thought Jeezy would have been in a pink suit? Yeah. but i'm like it was beautiful and i think like you said like they got to do it their own way and their own time and it's something about seeing somebody really happy after you've seen or you've known their hurt you know and so just to see them both happy and to get that that happy ending well i should say happy beginning because that's the way i like to look at it so happy beginning of a new chapter together like it's a win all the way around so i was happy about it (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm not going to touch too much, but that's that is a portion of when I speak about you and your journey and your fiance and your love. That is a portion of why most of the time I get emotional when I'm talking to you about it just because of the journey. So we're going to stop right there for them tears well <laughs> up in my ass. <laughs> yeah, the real friends probably like, look, some people that ask, y'all will get it one day. I ain't quite there yet, but y'all will get it one day. (laughs) But I'm going to just say, y'all, she's grown. And it's something like she said about being loved properly. And I'm so happy to see my sister be loved properly. And also, it's a blessing to see God blessing women and men and men. Because men need to be loved properly, too. Sometimes we women, we be doing some things, too. Okay. That part, that part. So it's you hard and hurt. So girl, we talked about that hurt people, hurt people. You better go back to the episodes in season two and listen to them. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we're happy to them. Um, if you all ever hear this podcast, Mr. and Miss Jeezy, uh <laughs> we just want to send you all so many blessings and so much love. Um, uh, and thank you for sharing your love with the world. Yes, yes. Not his second topic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, real friends, we're going to talk about Mr. Derek Jackson and his toxic masculinity and his um, marriage to his wife. D, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I had a lot of thoughts. Uh, let me just start with that. I had a lot of thoughts. Um, first, I think the first thought was 
Like, really, you was out here preaching all this stuff. Like, you went in on, you know, John Gray and, like, all this other stuff. And, like, you had so much stuff to say about people cheating and doing women wrong. Yet, and still, you were out here doing the same thing to a woman you claim you love. Mm. Like, I mean, betrayal. Betrayal. Like, and that wasn't even me. But, like, I can't imagine, you know, what his wife went through. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's day marriage. I, you know, I can't really speak for all of that, but it's day marriage. Uh, but that's a lot to forgive. I will say that. And I just don't think I could forgive that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was interesting to me how I ain't watched the whole thing with them. So I don't that know. I mean, <laughs> I ain't watched the whole thing. So I don't know if she said much when they was when he was talking or when they was on there together. But um from what I saw, she was just kind of sitting there. And I was just like, I think she is still hurt by this and being asked to portray this, you know, for everybody. And then it's like he got a book. So I'm like, did you bring this out now because you have a book about stuff like this? Like I had a lot of questions and a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I will say I am ashamed, but also not ashamed because it's my truth. Years ago, maybe like four or five years ago, I was one of those girls that was listening to Dear Jackson. And I wasn't in a relationship then. I wasn't. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, I was definitely like, okay, well, he got to do this. He got to do that. Da, 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 da. And it's like, you know what? A guy really just brought me to a place of like... And, even recently, like even bringing me more, even the people that are in, in the Christian culture and that talk a lot about dating and stuff, none of it is bad. None of it is bad. But for me, I had to, I have had to detach from it all because I found myself like trying to compare my life to all of this stuff and all of these standards that I'm like, okay, what is God's standard? Number one. And then number two, what's comfortable for me in my life? Like, and what's realistic, because some of the women that y'all talking to are not me. They're not in my situation. They are not w- different. <laughs> I live in a major city, okay? I live in a major city. It's a lot of stuff to go down in this major city, okay? That's all I'm going to say. But secondly, like, all of this stuff, it, it became too much because I felt like I was trying to live up to all these different standards and mm-hmm. trying to check a man by, oh, you ain't doing this according to this and this, this, this. It's like, man, come on. Now, I will say on his wife, I feel for you, girl. Child. If that were me, <laughs> God forbid it's ever me. But if that were me, I'm never going to go around the woman, women, national television, social media, anything looking less than a nine. Okay. If I'm going to come on the TV, if I'm going to come on social media. I'm going to stand by your side. If I'm going to stand by your side. Believe. Baby, I'm gonna have they gonna be questioning why you ever cheated on me. Hello, (laughs) I'm gonna be looking good. I'm calling up Elena the Dawn. I need an emergency styling session. You can bring the kids. Come on, we going shopping. I got four hours till I need to be on set or whatever. 
I'm gonna look good. And I mean, not to, I don't I'm not bashing her. I'm not I mean, I'm yeah, not bashing yeah. any of that. I'm definitely not. But I'm saying for me personally, oh, I'm coming up out that thing stepping. You gonna know I'm Mrs. Jackson, the only Mrs. Jackson, and there will never be another Mrs. Jackson unless I decide to leave the title of Mrs. Jackson. Okay. <laughs> Amen. But we're gonna pray for them. <laughs> We are. We are going to pray for them. And I just hope that I hope it was interesting to me, too, that how he was talking about like the Christian standards. I'm going back to the whole John Gray thing because that thing really split with me. Yeah, you did not like that. I remember when, That's that when I stopped not following him, actually, because I was like, you coming from a worldly perspective, trying to speak on something that's Christian. But now you're trying to use that same mentality. But whatever. So can you break it down a little bit about the video? Because I didn't I didn't watch either video. I've only seen the snippets that like other social media outlets have posted. That's all I saw. That's okay. All I saw. So I can't really break it down. I I didn't I didn't feel the need to watch the whole thing because like you, I stopped following Derek Jackson along. I actually honestly when that whole John Gray situation came up, like I stopped following him. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, mm, like something just didn't sit right with me. Um it just didn't sit right. So I stopped following him. And I mean, you know, it's good. I will say this going back to the um the whole relationship, even even in the Christian realm, like people that talk about relationships and being a wife and all those things, like they're great, but I think you need to know like for yourself how to filter it um, and what applies to you. Mm. So um, a lot of times we get so caught up in, I know you and I both have like this spirit of perfectionism. And it's like, well, I'm not, they're not doing this. I'm not doing this. And then you tend to beat yourself up about it. Like, your relationship shouldn't cause you to do that, you know? Now, I'm not saying you do, I'm not going to have to answer for stuff that you do that ain't according to the Bible, but like you really have to kind of take some of the pressure off of you too. So um, just going forward from there, y'all, like just, just do what's best for you and your relationship and your life. Like take it into consideration do as much as you can, but if it's too hard, y'all just hold yourself accountable, have an accountability partner, but also give yourself some grace. Like we're not perfect and we're not going to be perfect. Yeah. And I know I've talked about that before, um, on the, the apology episode, (laughs) um, but it did that that spirit of so let's introduce today's topic today's official topic you all we're going to be talking about being loved properly and being spiritually discerning we know that we are on the horizon of a hot girl summer and city boy summer and so we, <laughs> go ahead, i'm like i didn't know city boy summer was a thing i'm like <laughs> these, these men out here say, if y'all want to be hot girls, we're going to be the city boys. We're going to be out here. You know, it's it's almost time up for the gray sweatpants. Y'all y'all know what that means, real friends. But, you know, it's almost time for the pool parties. COVID friendly. COVID friendly. <laughs> um, it's almost time for that. You know, people trying to be out there. It's almost uh, sundress season. Yes. I mean. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sundress season is one of my favorite seasons. It's just so easy. You just throw the dress on and throw you on some earrings. 
Child, you, you know, do. you got the braids, put your little bun in, oh, you be good to go. Throw your sandals on, you have your cute little pedicure, and you'll be like, Oh, I'm feeling I'm feeling real summertime. Let me do this yellow, let me do this orange. Oh, let me do lilac. Oh, lilac, not lilac, not lilac, girl. Ooh. I mean, I'm ready, I'm ready, but let me tell y'all this. And on the topic of being spiritually discerning, we have to be careful, y'all. It's a lot of stuff going on right now. I mean, you got everything from COVID information just being funneled through. And then you have like so many people, as we keep talking about, just trying to tell you how to live and how to date and all that stuff. When at the end of the day, this and what I'm hitting is the Bible. This is our God. Mm. This is our Hey, this is what you do. This is what you don't. It don't matter what nobody else is talking about. You get in that word for yourself. You know God for yourself. You know Jesus Christ for yourself. And you allow his Holy Spirit to come in and tell you what's right for your life. Now, I'm not talking about where you start getting in and you start picking and choosing your pieces because we all do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. We all do. But I'm saying for real, for real, when you allow the Holy Spirit to tell you what you need to be doing and not doing. Okay. And we, I, I really, I don't know why, but it's really in my spirit this summer that we as Christians and we as real friends, like we, we gotta be on guard this summer, y'all. I don't know why. I don't know why that's in my spirit strong, but it just is. Build yourself up emotionally, spiritually, physically. I've told y'all I'm in the gym. I know Dee working on her own fitness goals. You know, whether that may be, shoot, maybe in the off season, we do a real friend fast together or something. I don't know, but I just just feel in my spirit very strongly that we have to be discerning y'all in the summer. Y'all seen this stuff with Lil Nas X and his shoe and his little video and, you know, twerking on the devil and blood, uh, uh, human blood in his shoe. Y'all, whatever you feel about that, that's your, that's your um, personal preference, whatever. But real friends, be discerning. Be discerning. And it's, it's kind of something like we was talking about, um, look off air, but I'm bringing it on air. Okay. (laughs) Like we want to bring, culture and christianity together to meet but it's like you said they are not one in the same Mm -hmm. so like even though i may be seeing what's going on in the culture i also may participate in some of the stuff that's going on in the culture but you looking at me and what i'm doing and what my actions like that should still tell you i'm a christian like Mm -hmm. you should still know by the way i carry myself by the way i greet you something different about her Mm-hmm. Like something different about her, something different about him. Like this ain't what I'm used to, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you definitely have to discern what it is that you're taking a part of what you're inviting into your spirit. You know, like we listen to Jeezy. Yes. We listen to Gucci. We listen to all this stuff, but at the same time, like I can't do that all day, every day and think it's not going to seep into my spirit. Like mm-hmm. I need to counteract it somewhere. hmm so I'm also going to be listening to my Tasha Cobbs and my gospel because while I may enjoy that, like I can't, I know that I can't let that seep in too much. Yeah. And there are some songs that I just can't listen to, period. Yeah. yeah that too. You know, like, I mean, 
some songs, some R&B songs make you feel some type of way sometimes. And some of them I listen to, some of them I can't listen to that on it too much. Jasmine Sullivan, no. love it. Love it. Love the song. I will say it again. I love the song. However, I can't listen to that song too, too much now. Child. But it took you back to some old days. Um, <laughs> you better say that, girl. You knew me back then, girl. We didn't take you back. So, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, you want to maintain your progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, real friends, like we we're not trying to come on here like we're perfect. We are not. And I feel like that's why we're we're telling y'all what we struggle with, right? Like it took years for me to kind of start understanding where my triggers lie and then it's just like how the bible talks about when you were a child you thought as a child you ate as a child you did things as a child you rationale like a child but when you're an adult you throw away childish things and that other scripture about having spiritual milk versus Mm -hmm. meat and like we're all at different points of our spiritual walks but when I was on that milk, when I was on the spiritual milk, like it took a while for me to learn what my triggers were. It took a while for me to, okay, well, I done messed up. I I went back to the club this weekend and I drank more than I normally would have drunk. What's up? What's going on? What, what, what made me do that? And it was more than a one-time thing. Like, okay, so what happened? Kier, what's going on? You, you, you doing this morning, you spending time in your words. So, where is the disconnect? And it took time, you know what I'm saying? So that I, I just want to encourage the real friends, you know, take that time to spiritually invest in yourself, you know? Yeah, spiritually grow. Spend that time with God. Spend that time by yourself. Um, you can't always be around people because they're, whatever they got going on is seeping into you as well. So it's like, you got to spend time with just, just you and God. Figure out your triggers and then... Even once you figure out your triggers, like you still got to work through them. You still got to figure out, okay, this is triggering me. Why is this triggering me in this moment? <laughs> and then once you figure that out, it's like, okay, how do I work through this? Mm-hmm. And that's not something that happens overnight. That's a process, like in and of itself. It's like, it takes time for you to figure out your triggers, but then it also takes time for you to work through working through your triggers like Mm -hmm. it is what it is so give yourself grace with that as well like don't just think oh i know my triggers and you triggering me so like you need need to not do that like no because what they doing could actually be a good thing but it's triggering you because maybe the way that they saying it or maybe it's something that you're naturally sensitive about anyway Mm. so it's like you gotta work through that Mm -hmm. um and look, take it from there. But give yourself grace, child. Don't be too hard on yourself. Give yourself give yourself the grace that you want to give. That you want other people to give you. So I would say that 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 struggle of giving myself grace and giving other people grace, it costs me being personal, but it costs me a relationship. It cost me that type of relationship yeah, with that person. And yeah. I can say <clears throat> it wasn't all due to that, but that that need for perfectionism was a strong somewhere between 15, 25 percent of issues that was going on. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's not until now where like, you know, Christ is really just like, here, just relax. I got you. I'm not asking you to be perfect. I'm not asking you to make this person perfect. I'm just asking you to lay it on my feet and chill. <laughs> like, I'm going to perfect it. If you stay in my word, if you stay getting to know me, if you stay at my feet, I'm going to perfect you. And if that means that I bring people into your life, new people or bring old people back or whatever, then that's what's going to happen. But know that it's all going to be in my will because you relaxed while I work. Now, relax does not mean you're not doing any type of work, but it means like I'm not trying to make things happen. My work is being in my word. My work is, okay, the Holy Spirit, give me step one. Let me go ahead and get step one out of the way. I'm executing what he tells me to do, not just something that sounds good to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like you really have to sit down at his feet, allow him to guide you, you know? And it's like a lot of times we get so caught up in, oh, my life needs to look like this. So I'm going to do this, this, and this. And then in the reality, like you're going against what God has for you, you know? And so you really just have to get back reconnected with him and allow him to really do the work. Like mm-hmm. let him do what it is that he sees for your life like and if you there you communicating with him like he's gonna let you know like oh you you walking in the right direction mm-hmm. or like nah shawty you 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 i ain't tell you to do that mm-hmm. you know i ain't tell you to do that <laughs> yeah yeah and i circling all of this back into where we began with hot girl summer and city boy summer bringing all of that full circle is y'all when you are out here at these parties or going to dinner or whatever, whatever, and you're meeting these new people, be spiritually built up so that you can have a heart of discernment. Don't let a summer and we've been locked up in the house for over a year. We haven't been traveling for over a year or whatever. Like, don't let all of these temptations and what you see your friends doing and what you see social media people doing and all this kind of stuff. Don't let all of that cost you, cause you to get wrapped up in somebody that spiritually you don't get caught up in a web you can't get yourself out of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, we talking about this from a relationship standpoint, but this applies not in romantic relationships alone, like your platonic yeah, relationships sure. as well. Like this is all the way around. Like you need to be able to discern who you around. Like sometimes that person just ain't meant to be in your life. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't let the fact that you want to be out here being cute. How, Cause let me tell you something. Y'all seen Megan sweet. She said it's a hot girl summer, but my man coming to pick me up afterwards. Well, that that need to tell everybody something. <laughs> and if you don't know what to tell you, you just need to go pray and ask the Lord to reveal you what that mean. But that should tell everybody something. And I'm gonna leave that right there. <laughs> Meg say her man is coming to get her. That's why I ain't even know Meg had a man. I was like, oh, probably because they go against her brand. <laughs> well, Meg, we are happy for you. <laughs> Right, and, and am, and am. If you are being loved properly, 
more happy for you. So, okay, D, that, that was part of our, our topic. How have you seen, um, not going too much in your business and your personal journey or anything like that, but how have you seen being loved properly has helped you grow spiritually or vice versa? So growing spiritually has helped you accept being loved properly and loving oh, your say, properly. We, we're not going to go in your business. Just high levels, high levels, if you're comfortable. <laughs> Um, I'll say this. I had to grow spiritually because I was very much my last relationship. I will say I was very much in a season where I was following, you know, the Christian relationship advice and I was following like all these relationship things. And I had these standards that I sometimes think were not realistic. Um, and so when I lost that relationship, um, which it wasn't just that, but when I lost the relationship, I kind of had to find myself again, which I've talked about this before. I had to find myself again, which required me to really get back closer to God, getting counseling, really do some soul searching. Like, what is it that I really want? What is it that I really desire? Not just from a relationship standpoint, but in my life as a whole. And is that really aligned with what God has for me? And so I really had to get spiritually reconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I was fasting, I was celibate, I was reading my Bible, I was going to church, I was doing all those things before, but it almost, and I've talked to you about this too, it almost felt like it was just a routine mm-hmm. and I was just doing it out of routine versus really having that relationship with God and mm-hmm. really making sure that the steps that I take, I took were aligned with what he was telling me to do. So all of that to say, I had to get spiritually grounded and reconnected first. Once I got spiritually grounded, (laughs) um, my fiance, now fiance, came into my life. And um, even then, it was a struggle to accept being loved properly because I was so hurt, not just from my last relationship, but from all of my past, like, um, I was very, very hurt. Um, and so I talked through with my counselor and she was like, you know, you have to recognize that you deserve to be treated well. You deserve to be loved. Um, and of course, she's like, relax a little bit, but make sure that you stay connected with God. Make sure that he's able to reveal to you if something is not right. And so a lot in the beginning of our relationship, like, I prayed a whole lot (laughs) Um, and I talked to you accountability a whole lot Mm -hmm. um, because I just wanted to make sure one, because everything was moving really fast, which was very different for me. I'm usually a very slow moving person, Um, but being loved properly, him creating an environment where I felt safe, where I could just truly be me. I didn't have to hide anything that I made have felt like ashamed of before. Um, I could really just be who I was and he treated me better than anybody I've ever been with. Like, Mm -hmm. and so it's almost like you have to unlearn all the toxic stuff you had learned before. Um, and that was hard. That was hard. I think it was probably like, I said, I love you at month two. But like month four, month five, like I think I really started to open up more. Like I knew I loved him. I knew I felt comfortable around him, but I wasn't. I was not um, 
totally open with him just yet. Like it's sometimes he would ask me questions that were a little difficult for me because they involved me talking about my emotions <laughs> and I was a little shut down. So again, going to God, being able to pray about that, him, my fiance, creating an environment where I felt safe. I think all of those things work together to get me to be able to accept being loved properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said a lot. Hopefully it all makes sense. I'm soaking it in myself. I'm I'm just letting that process. I mean, you you definitely hit on some good key points about um just being rooted in Christ within yourself. Yeah. And even when you do have someone that makes room for you to show up as yourself, you still have your own traumas and past hurts that you have to work through. It doesn't mean just because you found somebody, whether that's a friend or it's a relationship, just because you found these people that accept you for who you are does not mean you have permission to stay that person. Ooh. Yes. Like it forces you to, I have, I've always had to stretch myself in my relationship. Um, because in this one, or you talking about okay? This one, I've always had to stretch myself, um, which is good. I feel like if you with somebody or you have a friendship with somebody and you they not forcing you to grow, like what y'all doing? <laughs> what y'all doing? Why y'all friends? <laughs> Why y'all friends? Why y'all together? I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Like whoever you are aligned with should really force you to stretch yourself. So, like I had to stretch myself to be uncomfortable at times, but. It was nothing that was like I shouldn't have been doing. It was stuff that should have really probably happened naturally, but because I was in my shell, like it wasn't happening. Mm, that's good. That's good. That's a testament, man. And thank you for sharing that. I mean, I I, I definitely learn a lot from just having a front row seat and hopefully our real friends can learn a lot by just you being willing to share, you know, as you're comfortable, of course. Um, you know, hopefully one day y'all get to meet the fiance or whatever. <laughs> one day we talked about it. He might be on the show one day. I mean, we, you, me and Key have talked about it. We'll see. We'll see. Listen, if y'all think I'm a personality, <laughs> I have I have said this once and I say it again and I said this to his face. Denitra didn't do nothing but find me in a man body. <laughs> that, that's all she did. She found me in a man body. I mean, you know, there's some differences between he and I because you know he a man, I'm a woman, you know. But that's all she did. She found me in a man body. So, you know, kudos to me. I can't, I can't. <laughs> Not it was all thanks to you. Listen, <laughs> tell me your best friend possessive without telling me your best friend possessive. <laughs> but no, I'm happy for you, man. And so I think just real friends to wrap it up, man. We thank you all for rocking with us for two seasons. Um, we have a lot of things coming up for you all yeah. in the off season. <laughs> we have some special drops that we're going to do, some real friend check ins that we're going to do here and there. And um, right now, we don't have the exact date for the drop of season three, but it would definitely be between the end of June and first of July. So, but don't worry, you all. We you're still going to hear from the real friends. We're still going to be in contact. Um, We also have our YouTube channel coming soon. So we'll definitely do a Real Friends chat when that drops. We've been creating visual content for you all. So 
it's going to be amazing. I feel like <laughs> season three, I feel, I'm excited for the off season to drop the new stuff. Um, just to see how the real friends respond and how they like it. And then I'm excited for season three. I just feel like God got some got some big stuff that he ain't even told us yet. Child, child. Because I'm like, the more you, I'll say this, the more you walk in your purpose, the more it starts to develop. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like you can't know everything up front because then you'd be scared to take that first little step. <laughs> but really? when you step into it, he like, okay, I can drop this little bit. I can sprinkle this on. <laughs> yeah. And we were, you you know, and that could be another little challenge that we give to you all real friends in the off season. It's spend some time asking God like, hey, what you want me to do? I know that there are a lot of y'all that have podcasts in your hearts and blogs and different things, um, different talents that God has put in you. So really spend some time asking him, what do you want me to do? Lord, Key and Dina told me that they were scared. They procrastinated for over a year. But even in their procrastination of releasing to the world, they did do certain things pertaining to the podcast, like just hit the button and record. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the sound quality wasn't all that. Editing was trash. <laughs> Everything wasn't perfect, but we did it. We we got the, the business stuff under control. We got with um, <clears throat> an attorney and, and filed stuff for the business. You know, we did things. So ask the Lord, like, what can I be doing now? And if, do not feel bad and don't feel like you're not doing anything if he tells you your season is to seek me. Mm-hmm. Don't feel bad. Don't feel like I'm I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Everybody else got like some kind of physical association of stuff that they can put out and say, I'm doing this. Don't feel bad because let me tell you something, baby, when he brings what he's been working on you in the spirit into the physical child, (laughs) it, it will be beyond anything that anyone has ever seen. And it will be so specified to you and your audience and your customer base and your it will be for the people that need you so if god is telling you to sit down and seek me this includes me that is what we all need to do and there's no shame in that is that's part of being an entrepreneur a faith-based entrepreneur you go yes you do this research you talk to all these people and all this stuff but you go and you get your strategy from god because everybody else can tell you all the data that they want to tell you but if god's hand ain't in it that's in friendships relationships business family that's if his hand ain't in it it's not going to be blessed. Don't play with me about my God. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, a lot of times people feel like I should be doing something. I need to be doing something. But I'm like, it's something behind that just sitting and resting and growing. Um, Because at the end of the day, even if you feel like it's a crowded market, like it's still people that you need to reach. It's people that uh, them other people ain't going to reach, you know? It's something about your story, your journey that's going to touch those people. And that's what they need when God's time is right for you, though. Amen. Amen. I feel like we kind of preached a little bit this episode. Look, it's Easter Sunday. It is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, all right, real friends, it has been real. We love you so, so much. And thank you all for rocking with us. And we will talk to you all in the off season. Um, feel free to email us at realfriends at destinationkingdom.org. Also, follow us on all social media platforms at Destination Kingdom. And like I said, we do have a lot of drops for you all coming in the off season. So, do you got anything final you want to leave the people with? Look, no, I think you about said it all. Look, we definitely love y'all. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us for not one, but two seasons. <laughs> um, and look, we look forward to continue to rocking with y'all um, going through the off season. Like I know last time we took a break, but we still got some stuff for y'all coming. Um, and look, we love y'all, honestly, wholeheartedly. Like we mean that. Look, Stay blessed, stay real, stay safe mm-hmm. <laughs> out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. And look, we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye, y'all. Love Bye. you.